Your hair looks really long. Really? Thank you. Yeah. I guess it does look kind of long. I was thinking it's pretty short. But, oh, you can't really see it. But there's like part of my hair. Oh, yeah. Can you kind of see like that gap? Oh, yeah. The hole in your hair? <laughs> yeah. Where'd it come? Where'd it go? I don't is know. It like your layers or you're just. Kind of, I mean, this part is cut shorter, but it's like there's just. There's just a part in the after it that's like missing. Oh, yeah. You just start missing a chunk of hair. Yeah. I know. Um, You need to just keep eating meat, I think. <laughs> For those who don't know, Chrissy was vegetarian for a long time. And I think that really compromised the integrity of her hair health. <laughs> my body still hasn't recovered. But... Well, I mean, my hair grows so slow. I feel like your hair probably grows slow too. Yeah. I don't think I had great hair to begin with. Well, I never ate meat. So that actually could have been the problem the whole time. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. Well, because it's like, if you're going to be vegetarian, that's fine. But you just have to be really really good about making sure that you're getting all of those nutrients that you're not getting from food from meat food yeah six-year-old me was not good about that yeah no she wasn't she was just being very reckless eating <laughs> Eggo. macaroni and cheese and ego waffles exclusively yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed I made it this far honestly me too have you been using that argan oil on your hair I was, and then I just ran out of it, and then I'm too cheap to buy more. I might buy more. I did like it. So I I bought some because I saw you using it. I was like, I I can't like let you upstage my hair game with your hair game. So I got some, and this stuff is amazing. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. What have, what differences have you noticed? I feel like my hair is like not nearly as dry at the ends, especially because like I colored it for a little while there. And then because my hair is very thin, I think like yours, it's very fine. So it's prone to breaking. So it feels like a lot like stronger looking. It's less frizzy. Yeah. Wow. But it was only $7 on Amazon. So I don't know why you should buy some. Well, okay. So the argan oil, I had someone gave it to me. So I really had no idea how much it cost. It just looked like I wouldn't want to buy it. I thought it was expensive too. And maybe all that's in there is olive oil. And that's why it's like <laughs> scented olive oil. Um, <laughs> but I bought some on Amazon, the same exact one. Oh, and it was like $7. Oh yeah. I could afford that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm sorry. 839 on at Target. Gosh. I know. Maybe that's out of your budget now. It kind of is. (laughs) (sighs) All right. I'll go back to my canola oil. I was going to say, you can go to the side of the street, maybe stick a little tin cup out and see if people will give you a dollar. (laughs) Oh, no, you can get it for $7 on uh, Walmart. Yes. Mm -hmm. Back in my price range. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you should buy some. I think it's good for our hair types. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Have you ever Mm -hmm. used coconut oil? You know, I tried doing that at one point um, and I did not, my hair did not like it. Oh, really? I don't know. It was like too thick or something. Yeah. Too weighted. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't actually really used it, but I've heard a lot of people like it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Coconut oil is a little harder too, because it's like, it has a solid low. Yeah. It goes solid at a 
high temperature. So yeah, it's like, if it's not hot enough, I feel like it just turns into like clump. <laughs> it does. And I knew it was hot when in the summer, this summer, all of our oh, coats oil, it was all liquid all the time. And I was like, well, this is, <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it was too hot. That's standard. So, so did you like that bookalicious teaser that I made? Oh, I loved your bookalicious teaser teaser. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny too, and no one else did. No one on the internet, none of our friends, nobody. I'm starting to think that you and I think we are so funny and so entertaining, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Candy and I have had regular conversations about like, are we just conceited because we like listening to ourselves so much or are we think, actually good? Yeah, I I think, well, because I'm the only one who's, I've been listening so many times, I'm like messing up our numbers. Oh, why don't we go over the numbers on this pod? And if Ooh. they're really bad, you can edit them out. <laughs> the big reveal. Well, the big I, reveal. Okay. So Candy and I were also talking before this that I have try to get myself off of social media as much as I can, because I just don't really have any self-control. And so if I have it, then I'm just going to check it all the time. But even though I don't post anything, I still do check it, but a little bit less now. So that's good. But basically whenever there's something that social media, like where like something changes, I'm like, I got to check it like Wordle every day. I got to check it. The fridge, I got to check it. Our Spotify numbers, that's a new thing I've been checking every day. So, oh, what do you mean the fridge? You know, like you just open the fridge. Okay, that's not really one as much because it doesn't change that often. But don't you ever just like open the fridge and you're like, what's in here? And then you close it and then you go back. Okay, so I used to do that as a child, but now that it's like I purchase my own food and I know what's in there, I always have like an inventory stock in my head. I'm like the Alexa. (laughs) myself I already know three cheese sticks left I've eaten two one cheese stick left gotta get it before Andrew (laughs) internal monologue (laughs) yeah Andrew wasn't raised like us where it was just kind of like fight to the death for good snacks so he's he will let his snacks just die in the pantry they go stale barbaric I know I think the worst crime committed is a snack left on Ian and so I'll make sure that they're all gone and he'll be like where where are my cheerio snack things and I was like they were six months old and I ate it he's (laughs) like what you didn't leave it and I'm like no it had to be consumed so now I just I just let it die oh wow that's a big change I've changed a lot since childhood I'm an evolved person now, but okay. Let's see the numbers. Okay. All righty. So things are looking. Oh, share, your, share your screen. Oh, yeah, I can share my screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we do any predictions? That might be dangerous. No predictions. Okay. No That's going to just set us up for failure <laughs> or <laughs> being upset. Disappointment. Plays per episode eight. That's on me. average. That's you. So one person plays it eight times. Um, that means each episode's been listened to eight times. Oh, okay, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Audience size, okay, seven, which Pretty means seven, seven individual people. Oh, 
in the last okay. seven days. So this number, uh, you know, maybe it's been seven for a while. But okay. anyways, yeah. So seven individual people. Um, and we have eight Spotify followers now, which is quite a wow. few. Wow. Can we see who they are? No. There, there's some oh. private mistakes. But what our audience might not know is that we have all of our listening stats, which we were looking at last week. And honestly, we can deduce a lot of things since there's only eight followers and seven. (laughs) (laughs) I know I, uh, I messaged my friend and I said, did you listen to the episode? Because I have someone between the age demographic of 35 to 45 who lives in Marietta and there was only one person. Was that you? And she said, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So that was Lex. All right. Who's in Atlanta? Well, nine, okay, so out of our Georgia people, 95% of our listeners are in Atlanta and 5% are in Marietta. You okay. might be 95%. Yeah, because I've listened to everyone like seven times. I think okay. that's probably what this is showing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And we, know, and we know Andrew hasn't listened to it and Josh hasn't listened to it. Our dear husbands. Yeah, I know. I know. And so- no one from Mercury has listened. No, no one. We've sent so many advertisements over there. Oh my God. So I didn't know this, but Spotify lets you know by um, planet how many people are listening. And we have none from Mercury or Venus. Or any of the other ones. What if we did? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I would do. (laughs) If a number showed up there. You know what? We we go where the we go where the audience is. And if they're aliens in Saturn or Jupiter, that's that's who we have to cater to. They get our humor. Yeah, they get it. Okay. All right. So 100% are on Earth. 100% okay. In the United States. Yep. 65% are in Georgia. Yep. And of that 65%, 95% of them are candy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then 26% are in Texas. Okay. And we have a few different places. We have Fort Worth, Addison, and Grand Prairie. Man, this just might be a total like evasion of privacy. Like someone's listening to this and they're like, I'm that person in Grand Prairie. There's probably only one. There's that's 13% of the listeners. Okay. So I'm assuming it tracks by account, your account, not where you're listening. So like if you were driving around Texas, you would only count for Fort Worth because that's where you live. I don't know, actually. I think so. I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think that that tracks. I think that would be right. Yeah. Cause that would be really sad if it was just you and you were driving around Texas listening. And then that's why it seemed like more people. Okay. <laughs> that would be sad. Okay. And then 10% are from Colorado and we have our faithful Broomfield listener. Wow. I think that might be Casey. Oh, I was wondering who was from Broomfield. Yeah. Hi Casey. So thank, so glad you listened. Hopefully you gave us a five-star review, which we know you didn't because it was me, mom, and Chrissy who gave yeah, the five stars. So yeah, we'll do that it. now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're outing ourselves in we haven't been marketing and we have eight listeners. Okay. By we, I think we mean you. <laughs> I've been hitting the pavement. That's talking true. to every person I know saying, listen, listen, listen. And everyone's told me 
we don't like the book and it's boring. And I said, well, listen anyway, and give me a five-star review. So that's what they say. So like they tried reading the book or they started listening to our podcast and they're like, ah, not into the book. Um, I don't know. I need to follow up with some people, but my basic takeaway is that a lot of people are just really not into the high fantasy and the genre is such a turnoff. Yeah, I could see that. And like this book's really long and we're asking them, like, if you're getting into the podcast to listen to what will be 20 hours of content, which is kind of a commitment. You know, I don't think it's a commitment at all, especially if you're my near dear friend, but it does seem to be, <laughs> it does seem yes. to be a big ask. I'm giving you the gift of my podcast. You wrap up like a QR code or something. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought if I took to the streets of TikTok that, you know, that would be the place that we need to be. Um, But it didn't work out, but we'll try again. We'll try again. Yeah, I, I think we should we should target the Reddit people again. Like get people who have already read Elantris. I think that would be a good good demographic. So I will let you know I posted the teaser on Reddit and I got um thumbs down. <gasps> they don't they don't want me to do that anymore. I thought so I know I know I know it's looking dire for Bookalicious. Oh no I mean, it was one person who gave me a thumbs down. But no thumbs but it, up. To... But no thumbs up. So yeah. the people have spoken. I don't think Reddit wants us to um, be hawking our wares there. So. <laughs> no yeah. more no more um, interaction with the post about the podcast? I made the post and I did get five thumbs up. So I was like, okay that's enough. Five people. That's pretty good. And then I did the teaser and I got a thumbs down and no thumbs up. And I was like, okay. And I don't want to, you know, blast the subreddits with our stuff. So I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I know. I know. We're going to have to come up with a new marketing strategy. Um, Yeah. Also, I don't know if our title is appealing to the male listeners because a hundred percent of our listeners are female and i'm wondering maybe bookalicious isn't what the men want to listen to i think it's probably because i've been only asking my girlfriends to listen that's probably true yeah i think we need a bigger sample size than six (laughs) (laughs) we need to clear out all of our friends that we've been asking and once we get i don't know a hundred people and we don't know once we don't know all of our listeners i think that's when we can ascertain if the name is alienating or not and if we get an alien then we'll (laughs) we'll definitely know yeah we'll have some interesting data Okay, so I need to have access to these additional parts ahead of time. You do. Yeah. So that I can start listening and making the teasers for them. Yeah, I need to give you the login info. Okay, yeah, give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe also cut this up so it's not so long because that's the other um, note that I've been hearing from a lot of people that it's too long. And I was like, but we love to talk, so I don't know. Oh, (laughs) I don't know what to cut. It is all quality. Yeah, so maybe 
go with a heavier hand in cutting some of the dialogue. Oh, okay. So our episodes are too long. I mean, they are pretty long. They are. They are pretty long. I. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't stop me from listening to it five times, but. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> just turn off for others. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. My my thought is we're almost done with the book. We'll be done with it in a few short episodes. And then we'll our next book will likely be shorter. Won't be fantasy. I'm not yeah. I would say. I would think so too. And yeah. It'll be a more current book. So we might have a wider audience. Yeah. So I think a lot of these problems might kind of fix themselves. You know what? You're right. Let's not change anything. Let's not listen to the people. Yeah. Forget them. <laughs> Who cares? All right. You ready to get started? <laughs> oh, always. Okie dokie. Welcome to Bookalicious, a podcast where two sisters chat about books we're reading. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Candace. And today we are continuing once again our series on Elantris. And I have a confession. You didn't read it? Well, I did read it. I read up to where we said we were going to read like an episode or two ago. Okay. And I read past that point because I'm like, well, I don't want to know what happens next. So when we're talking about it, I'm still kind of like, you know, not. Yeah. So anyway, so I have three chapters left that we haven't discussed. Oh, okay. So I've read until chapter 41. Okay. And I saw Candy sent me a message this morning that I didn't really see until just now that said, let's oh. read until chapter 48. Or let's the chances about- of us getting through 10 chapters is zero anyway. So don't worry about it. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, oh, three chapters is probably pretty good, but they're pretty short. Mm-hmm. But I don't doubt us. I know. Um, I also forgot something to talk about. Oh, tell us. One of the people who listened to the podcast, which was a guy, maybe he was listening on his wife's phone, um, but he said he couldn't, so he couldn't distinguish the two of us. And I'm wondering if part of the issue with the podcast is we're positing it as two sisters talking, but it just sounds like one crazy person talking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I could honestly see us being able to talk to ourselves for an hour and a half. I could do. I was like, well, the negative one is me, and the happy one is Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) But I, but with Elantris, we're both we're both positive. Yeah, Candy said that like you gonna believe it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started. So we have chapter 38. I thought this was leading into we need to talk in a disguised voice. No, we already decided that we don't take anyone's feedback. We're going to ask for it and just ignore it. So. Yeah. Uh. That is the move. <laughs> that's yeah. How, that's how to have a successful podcast. Yeah. That's the bookalicious way. We ask for your feedback and then we discuss it and it completely ignore it, even if it's good advice. Okay, perfect. All right. <laughs> so on that note, we are on chapter 38. Yep, chapter 38. And this one is also called Ian, which means wisdom. And a whole lot happens in this chapter because it's a serene chapter. And in this chapter, serene and royal are going to get married. And not only that, they're getting married in the same room where Ian just had his funeral. 
because they want it to be a seamless transition and they don't want any second for Duke Tellery to be able to run up there and sit on the throne before Royal can. So they're having it all together. Um, but as this is all about to happen, this guy, so this guy, Senelon, who is the priest from Serene's town, um, he comes in and he has a blast from the past from Iodin's like message or like will kind of that he wrote before he died. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that kind of shakes things up a little bit. Um, but not only that, as Serene's about to walk down the aisle, she has a surprise waiting for her mm-hmm. and may or may not have to do with her Athen. Yes. So Senelon, that's how I would say it. That sounds right. Senelon, he's basically the counterpart to the, to Rathen's Pope guy, the Wern. Yeah. He's, he's just the Pope of the Karethi religion. And he is like described as kind of like a fruit, a very, (laughs) what do you call that? Uh, A fruitcake? Like he's wacky? No, like a guy who's very like flamboyant. (laughs) (laughs) Like how they used to describe in the olden days. Fruity could be the word. Yeah. Or flamboyant. Flamboyant. He's very flamboyant and he has like, he's very young and handsome. And I don't know if it's in this chapter or the next one, but you find out that they basically picked him because the Wern was elected as Prathen's Pope. And he was very young and vigorous. And so then Serene's church was like, we need a hottie too. So they got their own Justin Trudeau. And they elected him. And now he's here. Mm -hmm. Um, But Serene's never been a fan of him, right? Right. She's always been like, he was just picked because he's a hottie. And I really don't respect that. And she was not impressed. Right. Yeah, I think that came up on our last episode. She said some less than positive things about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but do you want to start with the first part? Aiden. Aiden is having his funeral. Oh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to be married. I didn't highlight anything until the tail end of the chapter. Oh, really? So I didn't find any, like, good, quote-unquote, like, quotes. Okay. It just felt like a lot of storytelling. So I think you should lead this front half. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, okay, I'm trying to find where the post was. Okay, yeah. So the chapter opens up and Serene's talking to Lucal, getting ready for the wedding. Um, and then they see that the that Santa Lon's coming. And so Serene mm-hmm. goes out there to, you know, greet him because she's like, Well, this is like what I'm supposed to do politically. Um, and there is this great line describing Senelon and it said that his face bore the benevolently tolerant smile of one who wanted you to know he was patient with your inferiority (laughs) 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 I just like that line I really didn't have anything else to say about it I just thought that was so funny Yes. So this is how he's described. The patriarch was a tall man with delicate features. His golden hair was long like that of a woman, and it blended with the enormous gold cape that fluttered behind him. The blue robe was embroidered with so much gold thread, it was difficult at times to see the material underneath. And then that goes into the line that um, you highlighted. So yeah, so I feel like he's described as very like 
handsome, flashy. He reminds me. <laughs> he reminds me a little bit of how Ken was in Toy Story three. Do you remember that? Oh yes, like has his fashion mm-hmm. shows and he like comes out in his like fancy attire, all sparkly. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly it. And there's another line about his hair. Um, ah, Senelin said, his luxurious hair untouched by gray, waving in the sea wind. Serene had wished many times to have locks fine, half as fine as those of the patriarch. <laughs> so you can t- so this is all through Serene's perspective. So you can tell she just is just like this guy. Gross. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Telray. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, like how his wealth, maybe. Really into like the fashions. Like Telry was in cognito and he was wearing like silvery lavender. <laughs> yes. And he was like, I'm like, you know, um Gronk or Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> that's how I'm imagining Telry, but he's just in this like super lavender look at me outfit and so this is just reminding me of um this pope <laughs> yeah totally oblivious that he's making such a huge scene just yeah himself. yeah okay so that's Senelon. um mm-hmm. and sorry so the the line on the other part where i was talking about the reason why they picked him is because he's a cutie um, I have to give them being, um, Harathan's people a bit of credit. Wolfden, that's the Wern, is said to be one of the most handsome men to ever take the Vajordal throne. And the Karathi leaders wanted someone who would be equally impressive. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's why she, she's just like this guy. He, he's whatever. <laughs> They're just because of his looks. Yeah interesting mm-hmm. okay all right so then yeah so now now we're done i think we're pretty much done with the introduction of senelin and now we're at the funeral i think it's the next section yeah okay so i had been he is he is dead like because he not only killed himself, which I think is usually looked down upon in many religions, but he was found to be worshiping the Jesker mysteries and sacrificing people. He's just totally died with like a lot of dishonor. Um, he's not allowed to have his funeral in any religious setting. He's not allowed to have like his quote unquote like proper burial. So that's why they're kind of doing it at the palace. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So now it's starting to describe Serene's wedding. And she's like, you know, her whole life, she's been wanting to get married. And now she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll get married to Royal. And I think we talked about last time where it's like, she's really just doing this because she has to, she's not super excited. But she's, you know, she'll do what she needs to do kind of thing. And now when she's looking at her wedding, it's like happening where this old guy was just buried or, you know, mm-hmm. at his funeral. And she's like, that's depressing. But Royal's like, no, no, it's symbolic because the old king is passing and then the new king will be right in the place. 
And she's like, I guess, but it's like not very nice. And then maybe this comes up later, but it talks about how like cheap Duke Royal is. And (laughs) which I think is so funny. And also I'm like, there's something hidden to Duke Royal because if he really has that much money, I feel like he wouldn't be this frugal or like there's something something we don't know about him um but because he's so cheap he's reusing the same flowers from the funeral for their wedding which is just terrible (laughs) you know after re-listening to our podcast five times um i was reminded that you have been suspicious of royals since day one yeah i was reminded of that too and i said good job past chrissy yeah so you are you're sticking to that um and so I think there's a level of cheapness versus frugality. And I think in this world where it's like how many dollars you have at the end of the day is who's in charge. I would say this is, this airs more on the prudent side. Mm, that's fair. But yeah. Okay. But speaking of that, so during Aiden's funeral, Senelon comes and he totally crashes it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hello, everyone. I know you just met me, but I have an important message from your late King Aiden from 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And he wrote this letter to be revealed either at his funeral or 15 years from when he wrote it. And the scroll says that um, that now the nobility should be run like they are in Teod, where um, wealth is no longer the measure of a man's nobility, but those who have held to their rank this long have proven themselves worthy so basically now wealth isn't going to be what makes you you know in power or not but mm-hmm. starting from this moment on if you have power all of your spots are frozen so now there's like no mobility yes which somehow seems even worse than it was before and it was already a bad system well and it's confusing because everyone's like wow genius a good plan if an unconscious unconscionable one Shudin said perhaps we underestimated Iodin's craftiness I'm like this sounds like a terrible idea if you die suddenly now there's a new rule and you already have chaos and now you're changing everything up at the same time I don't know well I thought he was saying it's a good plan because now um all of Iodin's family is gonna like stay in charge I don't know. I feel like if I were part of the nobility, I would be frustrated. Well, where yeah. it's like, you're like, oh, I was sold on this hope that, you know, we could, anybody could be anybody. And it just depended on how hard you worked and what investments you did. And then there was like the kill switch that nobody knew about. Right. I and mean, it's, it's like, terrible. who, what? I said, I mean, yeah, it's terrible the way he did it. And what it does. But as far as him keeping his family in power, I think it probably gets the point across. Yeah, I don't know. I just, to me, I think this would make the already kind of shaky political landscape that they're on even more reason for people to revolt. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 So everyone else seems to think it's very smart. And I'm like, this seems like not a good idea, but that's okay. Okay, question. Do you think, well, okay, I guess you've already read the read the book, but I'm a little dubious that I didn't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe did Senelon make this up? 
he was somehow in cahoots with Aiden. Do you believe this letter? I don't know. It seems it it does seem very convenient. Right. That the Pope guy just comes in and he's like, hey, hey, uh, nobody knew about this except for me and him. And this was what it said. And here I am. Right. I I think it could go either way. But I, I'm inclined to believe that this was Iodin's intent because I don't think he ever created this system with the intention to allow people to ever take his throne. Yeah. And I think that's how like classical dictators start. They're like, oh, I was elected and every year I get elected. But if you don't vote for me, you suddenly um, are blown up or (laughs) your family's killed. So, and then everyone votes for me, you know? So I I just feel like it's one of those types of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. But also like, have they had a good relationship with Tayod? Because... Serene like negotiated that whole great deal between Tayod and Iodin. Mm-hmm. I guess they were on fine terms. I don't know. It just seems it just seems suspicious that Iodin was so close with this priest from Tayod, who wasn't even the same religion. No, he is. He's Karathi. They share the same religion. Oh, Iodin was Karathi? Technically. Oh, uh, okay. Like But in- he but he was very wishy-washy about it. But in general, that's what kept Tiad and the town connected. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. That was true. so the Pope just happens to live in Tiad. That's where his Vatican church is. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Well, um but it it does feel kind of weak. And I feel like I I think they're could be a lot of nobility who would be like, I don't know if I believe this and have civil war, (laughs) you know? Right. Well, okay. But there's a line though, where, um, I forget who says it, maybe it's Royal or maybe it's someone else, but they say, um, it's serene. She says, because he's absolute, like why him? She didn't ask like, why, why does Senelon have to say it? Because he's absolute, Serene said. Not even Harathan would dare question the word of the patriarch. Not yet, at least. If Senelon says that order was made 10 years ago, then everyone in Arlon is bound to agree with him. Okay. Yes. And there's a line where, oh. uh, Oh, and then Royal responds. Let's see. Okay. Royal has a um, thing somewhere, though, where he says the legality... Okay, so Serene's asking him, like, okay, but is Tellery gonna stick with this? Like, I don't know. And Royal mm-hmm. says, he'll have to. And then he says, the legality of Iodin's declaration doesn't matter. Everyone is gonna act as if it were church doctrine. So, yeah, for some reason, it seems like people are just gonna accept it, which is weird. Yeah, I think that might be an over an overplay on Royal and Serene's part because they've been downplaying all of Hrathen's work that he's been doing. Okay. And Hrathen's been slowly dismantling people's religion. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like he's absolute as long as you believe in the religion. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying that maybe they're a little out of touch with what the people actually think. Oh, I think so. Might be an uprising. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. 
Okay. All right. So that whole bomb bomb just drops, but mm-hmm. they still have to carry out Iodin's funeral. Um, oh, also another big part of this, Serene and Royal are getting married. And so this statement, even though it's like very disruptive to what they thought was going to happen, it strengthens their claim to the throne because mm-hmm. Royal will now be connected to Serene. And so that gives Tellery even less power to take the throne. Mm-hmm. So yeah so that happens um then they're having the whole funeral procession and there's this line where i was like oh my gosh serene um they have a carriage processional and apparently from where serene's from it's you're supposed to like walk but they've turned it into carriages and the idea is like the nobility like we're already trying to do this whole maneuver where royal becomes king all of a sudden they don't have mm-hmm. something anymore by making them have to walk so we'll just have carriages and Serene's like, that's so disrespectful. But then she thinks, well, why worry about disrespect? This is, after all, only Iodin. And I was like, my gosh, how rude. That's terrible. I know. But my prediction at this moment was that Serene is going to find out later that Iodine isn't that bad. And she's going to say like, oh, actually, he was pretty okay. She does have like one moment of compassion where she's like, was it any wonder that he turned to the mysteries? Basically being like Iodin's life was spinning out of control. Elantris fell. He tried to make the best of it. He was trying to make a new kingdom, create some semblance of order. And he was just trying to get some control over the chaos that was the town. Right. That's true. She does have, she does have that moment. But then she just throws in the last bit of dirt and she's like, I got to get married now. (laughs) And she never thinks about him again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So she doesn't have this big character development. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. But yeah, she she gave him his 10 seconds, her 10 seconds of thought. And then, yeah, now she's done. Um, also, she's like, I got to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a, a kingdom to overtake <laughs> after I've been yes. here for two weeks. Also, side note, Royal was in charge of planning the funeral. And instead of d- digging a new hole for Iodin, he used a hole that was already there. Yeah. You could imagine there was like a crater in the earth. And he's like, oh, perfect. All we have to do is fill it up now. so yeah so that's him okay but now we're done with the funeral serene's getting ready to be married and time out time out i just thought of this there is a little bit of um i don't know what you call it parallels between iodin and rayodin oh because Rayodin, even though he did have like a big funeral, but he wasn't, that wasn't really his funeral. He was just thrown into Elantris with no pomp or circumstance. Mm. And Iodin is just tossed into a hole. And up. That's a good point. So, yeah. okay, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that though. Sad end. Yeah. Eshin's probably struggling. I don't know what she's thinking. No one Eshin, um, Serene mentions that Eshin is like a nutcase. She's just like all over the place, which I think has to do less with Iodin dying and more of just the instability of what's going to happen to her. I mean, yeah, 
because her new daughter-in-law is going to overtake the throne and hasn't mentioned anything to her, which was a little rude. You know what? Ashen's worried about what are the flowers looking like in her garden, I guess. <laughs> oh, Ashen. Oh, Ashen. Okay. All right. So are we ready to talk about marriage? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Serene's getting ready and she's like, this isn't what I thought it'd be. It's kind of a bummer I'm getting married, actually. Mm-hmm. But I guess my prayers have been answered. <laughs> and then she, she says... Now it appeared Domi had finally answered her prayers. He delivered her a husband, though he was not at all what she had expected. Perhaps, she thought to herself, I should have been a little more specific. <laughs> Aw, Serene. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she almost would have been happy with Royal. Because she's like, there was no bitterness in the thought. She had known most of her life that she was meant for a marriage of policy, not love. And then she said Royal really was one of the most decent men she had ever met, even if he was still old enough to be her father or her grandfather. Uh, And I'm like, is he really one of the most wonderful men that you've met? Because like we've already had a lot of instances of him being gross, but. I know. Well, she said decent, not wonderful. Okay, fair. So maybe she knows a lot of not very great men so on the list he's higher up yeah i don't i don't think she'd be super happy yeah i don't think Um, the only other point point that we should highlight is that they talk about what she looks like and it's just like a very stereotypical american church dress um but she had a really thick veil and it couldn't be lifted until she entered the hallway whoa convenient yeah convenient um but that made me think of an allusion to the bible with leah and rachel oh interesting where you have the guy and he's getting married to the one girl he thinks he's getting married to rachel but they were like oh no let's put in this troll leah and cover her up so you can't see and then when she's married we'll be like too bad (laughs) but anyway it just made me think of that oh interesting i didn't think about that but yeah yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, oh, also, okay. So I had another note with Serene and Royal. So this is actually at the end of the funeral before she's getting ready for the wedding. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Serene is looking at the pit that Iden's buried in and having all these thoughts. And then Royal comes and he's like, hey, we should get ready, Serene. Then Serene nods and allows herself to be led away. And I thought that was interesting because it's so passive. And she's not the one doing the leading. Royal's the one leading her. And I thought, mm. it's not going to be a good marriage. I can already tell. It's no good. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know. So I was I was having cold feet for Serene in this moment. Because I'm like, this is not going to be good. You can't do this. Yeah, yeah. She, she needs to be someone who has, like, independence and authority. Yeah. She can't be number two. She can't. Mm-mm. no yeah she should not be a great number two but um my prayers oh, were, go ahead what were you gonna say nope go for it i said but then my prayers were answered <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering i was like she can't marry royal she has to marry rayodin is rayodin gonna like break up this wedding and say like wait stop the train everybody and like something like that will happen but no serene when she's getting married, 
she wait okay there's more okay okay you, you say I, I have lines Ooh, before okay. that yeah um so this was when she was she did like a little church ceremony before she goes down the aisle um and that's when she was like i should have been more specific this is the, what i underlined um so her prayer was one of thanks. She recognized a blessing when she saw one with Royal as her husband. She would be queen. And if Domi did decide to take Royal from her in a few years, she knew the Duke's promise was true. She would have another opportunity. And I was like, that's so weird to be thinking about. Well, I only have to do this for a little bit. I know. See, it's not a good marriage. This isn't mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. Yep. Okay. Right. So, so now take us away. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you have the line before that starts? I think so. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now, so now we're back at the wedding. She's about to walk down the aisle. Um, She's walking down the aisle. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's, she's walking down the aisle. Oh yeah. And she's seeing everybody. So she's looking at everyone who's there Mm -hmm. and um, the Gjorn was there. Her Athens there and he Mm -hmm. appeared so calm. And she thought that was a little strange because this wedding was going to be a major obstacle to all of his plans. But she's like, you know what? I can't think about that right now. This is the day I've been waiting for. I'm getting married. And it says it was finally happening. After all the waiting, after two near misses, she was truly going to get married. At that thought, both terrifying and vindicating, she raised her veil. And the screaming started immediately. (gasps) That was such a good line. What did you think was happening there? I think when I saw the screaming, I was like, oh, she maybe she's an Elantrian. So yeah. I think at that point, I maybe thought that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I didn't see it coming. I thought that was really good. I like yeah. that. I like that plot point. I like that too. I didn't, when I was reading it the first time, I didn't see that coming either. I know. So everyone's screaming and she's just like, what? What's wrong? And then all her hair falls down and then she runs to one of the mirrors and she looks and she's a hag. <gasps> they're like you're ugly now you can't you can't be married just kidding she has the shayad they're like you are an elantran and they probably think it's because she was spending time with them they probably think she caught it maybe i mean that's not what happened to her happen yeah i guess that's true you know i don't know maybe they think that though Mm -hmm. but yeah okay so she's now she's now she's hideous and then she's gonna get like thrown over into the lantris on her wedding day yeah they're like sorry can't you can't be married they kick her out (laughs) oh my gosh yeah (laughs) you know what when she took off her veil though um She's looking at herself in the mirror and all of her hair is falling out. And it says only a few fugitive strands of hair still clung to her diseased scalp. Uh, <laughs> that reminds you of when I was like four. Yes. <laughs> so we started with hair and we'll bring it back. Like we in started the, the pod talking about our hair. Like you mean in the, at the end of the episode or right now we're bringing it back? Oh my God. Okay. We started this talking about the argan oil in our hair. And how your hair is missing a patch and how it's because you didn't eat meat and that's why it's so thin. And now you've brought it back. 
Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying hair is going to come up again at the end. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying we're just doing a reference. But when Chrissy was little, her hair was very like golem like and like thin and straggly. Again, I think she wasn't getting enough proteins. It's much better now. Candy. Minus the patch. <laughs> yeah, part still hasn't gritted yet. <laughs> <laughs> But the part I was specifically thinking about was, this is a tangent, but the story Candy used to tell me when I was five (laughs) and we were like grocery shopping. I was just sitting in the cart like a five-year-old and Candy would tell me stories. And one of her favorite stories was about Princess Chrissy, who was a It was a beautiful princess who everybody loved and she could do no wrong. And Princess Chrissy had long flowy locks of hair. (laughs) (laughs) But there was an evil queen who lived nearby, Candy. And Candy came in the middle of the night and I cursed Chrissy or something so that all of her hair fell out except for one strand. And so then Chrissy woke up the next day and she was hideous <laughs> and she was thrown out of her kingdom, which is actually very similar to Serene. <laughs> Maybe that's why you like this story so much. <laughs> oh my God. I could have written it myself. That's such a cool thing to say. As a little kid, what did you think about that story? I thought it was so funny. I remember thinking it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny too. <laughs> I had forgot I had forgotten about that story actually. I think you were saying it in a funny way. So so I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm positive I meant it as a joke, but it was inspired by true events. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Art reflects life or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Okay, so that puts a close on chapter 38. Chapter 39, we're just getting a quick touch on Hrathen's perspective. Yeah, I thought he had some good lines here, though. Yeah, so my only summary for Hrathen, and this is again in the wisdom chapters, is the last part of the, uh, yeah, the last part of the wisdom chapters. And my summary is sad for Hrathen. <laughs> sad for Hrathen? Yeah, okay, my summary was sad for Hrathen. What would your little three cent- three word summary be? I, oh yeah, because I guess because he's he's like all these people are upset that Serene when she fell to yeah, okay I guess that's true, I guess that's true, it is sad for Harathan because Harathan he's like I became an Elantrian and nobody cared. I know. Yeah, I know. That was kind of sad, right? And and Harathan is surprised. He says I Harathan was surprised to realize that he took no joy from their sorrow. Why was mm-hmm. he bothered that no one had shed tears at his own fall to the Shayad? Mm-hmm. I know. He yeah. doesn't have friends. And he's realizing he's not even happy that his plan is working. Because yeah. that was so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely torn. Um, the line that I underlined was that was more on the political aspect. So Royal wouldn't crown himself now. Not only did he lack the legal right, but his fortune was still less than that of Tellery. Harathan had checked the wedding contract. This time death was underlined not the same as marriage. So the only reason why they made this not the same as marriage was because the intent was that Royal would die and then Serene could get remarried because her dream is to be married. 
But if she had just given up on that dream, then he would have already been married and it would have been done. Would he have been married since they hadn't gone through the ceremony? Yes, because... Oh, yeah, because Serena and Rayodin were married. Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. So it's like, once again, Serene's desire to be married is just causing these issues. I want to blame Serene's desire to be married, though, on all of this. I think that's I reasonable. I don't know. It's just, to me, I'm just like, this girl, it's like, just let it go. Just have a boyfriend. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. At the at this stage of the game, it's happened three times. Like, come on. I don't know. What anyway. <laughs> but okay. I, mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. Could have could have been avoided. Yeah. Coulda woulda shut up. Okay. So now chapter, do you have anything else oh. for chapter 39? Yeah. So the one last part is that Telri was like, hey, Harathan, you said I was gonna be king. How's this all gonna work? And Harathan's like, just have faith. And then as Serene is like screaming and is being carted out of the palace, Harathan looks at Tellery and Tellery is like, ah, yes, thank you. And Harathan thinks, um, let's see. Oh yeah, Tellery gives him a respectful smile. And Harathan had told him not to oppose the marriage. And then he says, now his faith will be rewarded. And so Mm -hmm. this is all kind of part of his way to convert the town, make Tellery king. And the chapter ends with the conquest of Aralon was almost complete. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he, we also see a quick line um, that the potion would only work w- or the potion would wear off in five days. Oh, right. So that's just good for our timeline. Um, so we know that all the preceding chapters are within the next five days. Wow. A lot's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. When's tax day? Do we know? Um, I think we're probably about six weeks in and they had a three month ticker. So I think they're about halfway. Oh, okay. So there's still some time. There's still some time. Um, but I think time starts moving a lot quicker moving Uh forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this next chapter, chapter 41 or 40 is pretty long. I think it is. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. It's pretty short. Uh, the serene chapter when it gets back to her it gets long okay <laughs> all right yeah so we're on chapter 40 now oh we didn't write the chapter title for this one. Oh, yeah we need to know that one yeah we gotta know it's our new cycle oh okay um oh interesting okay so this it's loyalty service sorry i'm cutting you off yeah you very good Yeah, so the chapter is called Seo, which means loyalty or service, and is the same as the word Seon, Mm. which is, that's what the little floaty things are called, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, just kind of interesting, because our last two chapter titles have been Wisdom, which is Eon, Ian, Mm. um, Rayodin's Seon, Mm -hmm. and the one before that was called Ash, which is Serene's Seon, and now we have the chapter title Seo, which means like say on so interesting yeah i don't know i don't know what that's for but that sounds i don't know maybe once we're done all of these sequences will make sense because i don't really see how i guess this this last sequence was about wisdom because i guess i had in quote unquote had wisdom to change things up and harathan 
was having wisdom to poison Serene and I guess so. I, I guess you would call that wisdom. <laughs> Cunning more. Yeah. Than wisdom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll need to look back and it'll all make sense. So we're in chapter 40, which means Seo or loyalty. And in this chapter, Rayodin is still having his pain episodes. Um, but now he knows why they're coming, so they're not as bad. And then he's walking out to the wall of Elantris to see what's going on outside the city. And then who gets dropped in? None other than Serene. And mm-hmm. so now, now they're both in Elantris as Elantrians. And Rayodin's like, whoa, cool. But Serene's like, I still don't trust you. You stole all the food. Yes. The end. So I didn't I didn't highlight one thing in this chapter. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, I guess I didn't really get that highlight a lot of things. Um the the main thing I highlighted was that at the end of the chapter they uh spirit is like or Rayodin is like, hey, well give me another chance because you know I'm not as bad as you think. Um and then it ends with eventually she reached out her fine, thin fingered hand and placed it in his own for the first time, allowing him mm-hmm. to pull her to her feet. <laughs> and I just thought that was so sweet. And also, I don't know if I forget if I had mentioned this in the last chapter or last episode, but one of my predictions is that the door needs both of them to go through. Mm. And so them holding hands is like, I don't know. I think something something will happen there. Yeah. So I mean, Serene's definitely in Elantris, not just to make a connection with Rayodin. I think that's obvious. Uh-huh. I would say to the reader, like something, something else is going to happen. Um, but I guess this is like the first time where they can see each other and just be who they are. Yeah. Although it is weird because spirit is like, just trust me. Like, I won't fool you again take my hand and serene's like okay but then it's like he's kind of lying to her this whole time oh he's not telling her who he is yeah and to me i i just get so frustrated because i'm like just say who you are at this point she's here i feel like that's coming though like i feel like in the next chapter it'll come i mean i don't know that's the feeling i get though yeah you've read chapter 41 right no this is the last chapter Oh, that's the last chapter you read. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know. I yeah. really don't know what happens next. Oh, okay. Does a lot happen? <laughs> yeah, a lot happens. It's a serene chapter. It's like another 15 pages. Uh, she's got to meet everybody in Elantris, become their queen. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> she has to take over Rayodin's group that he's amassed and she's like i'm i'm in charge now <laughs> oh my gosh although there is an interesting parallel because royal had um it said that she allowed herself to be led away by royal and this chapter ends with allowing him to pull her to her feet so oh look at you smarty smart i mean yeah, that's I a good line i know right good. okay well since you haven't read 
forward anymore. There's a lot of plot that's going to happen in the next couple chapters. So what do you think is going to happen with Serene and Elantris? Okay. I think Serene is going to have some special knowledge about drawing aeons that she's going to be able to bring to the table. And she might kind of have some of that because she, she, I think she like went to school and like learned a lot of stuff in Teod. So she's very educated. Yeah. She's very educated. So I think she's going to bring some of the missing pieces to this whole puzzle that'll help Mm -hmm. them uncover more of the door and maybe start making things happen or at least get closer. Um, I also think Rayodin's definitely going to reveal himself Mm -hmm. and then they can start working together because Serene knows what's been going on on the other side Mm -hmm. of Nitrous. And of course, Mm -hmm. Rayodin knows a lot of things too. Um, and also Serene has the benefit of like not actually being an Elantrian. So mm-hmm. she's not going to be harmed in the same way. And she's not trying to get used to hunger all the time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to be a benefit. Um, oh, I bet they're going to sneak out of the castle. Or oh, sneak out of Elantris maybe and do something. I bet okay. that. Do you think Serene is going to try to contact the people outside while she's in Elantris? Oh, you know, maybe she could use her Seon. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Maybe. Because she's not really an Elantron. Yeah, she's not really an Elantron. Her Seon, Ash should still be sane. Mm -hmm. I imagine he could follow her and he's been to Elantris. Yeah. So he has not seen new Elantris though. Yeah, he was a bad spy. He's not very good at it. (laughs) Um, I bet, I bet they... uh, yeah, yeah. What if she contacts her dad in Teod and she's like, oh my gosh, look, this is what Elantris is like. And then he does something, sends people in. Mm-hmm. I could see do maybe. You... Okay. Do you think Serene's going to be able to put it together that she's been poisoned? Or do you think she's going to believe she's Elantrian? No, I think she's going to realize she's been poisoned because Rayodin's going to help her put it together because mm-hmm. Ralphin had this miraculous recovery and Rayodin never really believed it. And so okay. he's already suspicious. And now Serene comes in and Rayodin's going to notice that she's not hungry, you know, more than the normal Mm -hmm. and she's not getting hurt. And he's going to notice that she's a different kind of Elantrian. And I think he's going to tell her like, hey, you're going to get better in a few days. They'll need to find her food, though, because she'll Mm -hmm. actually need to eat. So is that something? Let's see. What else could you guess about? Do you think she's going to tell... So since Rayodin, you think he's going to reveal himself, do you think Serene will tell him about the king? Oh, I I think so. I think because I bet Rayodin will ask for an update of like, hey, what's been going on out there? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. she's going to she's going to tell him. OK. And she might even tell him that she was about to get married to Royal to secure the throne. Do you think Rayodin will be upset about that? I think will be kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't actually get married. So. Yeah. yeah. I think these are all good guesses. I'm trying to think of anything else I could ask you for predictions. Because that was actually a really good spot for you to stop at. Because like a lot of plot is happening in the next chapter. Yeah. Um. Oh, what do you think Harathan and Diloph are going to do now that Serene's been exoed? Okay, so I think Harathan might be able to gain a little bit more power because also that would just make it more interesting because he's been pretty on the side so far. Mm-hmm. 
So Harathan and Diloph definitely need to get more power. Um, I did have a prediction from listening to our episodes and editing them. That's mm-hmm. new. And that prediction is that Diloph... Okay, so Diloph is from Duladel, right? No, he is from uh, the town. Oh, okay. Oh, so then my prediction was that actually he is from Duladel. <laughs> oh, and, interesting. And um, Duladel was a place that Harathan had taken over the last time, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So my prediction is that Diloph is from Duladel. He was there when Harathan was taking it over, but he somehow escaped and made it here. Mm-hmm. And then, and he is like working against Harathan because Harathan destroyed his hometown. And he's also mm. showing Harathan, like, this is what happens when you take your ideology too far. Oh. Yeah. And like, that is I'm quite thinking, interesting. Oh, sounds like maybe it's a good guess. I think it is a good guess. Whoa. So when I was listening back on the episodes 10 times, um, you highlighted that one of the chapters that we went through, Rayodin had a scratchy throat. And yes. Serene kept mentioning that her uncle has a scratchy throat and you're like, there's a connection. Yeah. So just to revisit, have you probably haven't given it any thought, but if you give it thought now, what do you think? Well, it hasn't really come up again. Mm-hmm. Other than I think Rayodin's scratchy throat happened when he was in the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does Uncle Keen do again? He's like a trade. Mm-hmm. He's a tradesman. So maybe it has something to do with the river. And maybe the river water, oh, because, okay, the water is definitely important um, because that's what happens to Elantrians when they die, they like dissolve in the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe the water, the water is the crucial thing they're missing in their garden. Oh, it's interesting. It's soil, it's also mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. And the water maybe is part of what the door gets through or is mm-hmm. part of like, the magic of Elantris. Mm-hmm. but it gives you an itchy throat because we're kind of allergic to it oh, <laughs> curious okay okay interesting yeah i don't i don't um, okay and any updates on uncle keen's son aiden aiden aiden's a little water god he's given all the power oh interesting okay (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know about aiden but i don't know if his numbers are four i know i'm sure that's important but i'm not sure Mm -hmm. oh you know what what if okay because he knows like how many steps it takes to get to elantris or whatever Mm -hmm. i bet maybe the whole city is in the shape of an aeon or something oh interesting yeah and like that's how the magic gets through or something and it's very mm-hmm. exact and he knows the exact dimensions because he knows all the exact steps to get from one place to the next so if the city was in the shape of an aeon because they do talk about how the sides are very smooth and they do talk about the walls and the shape a lot what do you think that would mean with the magic oh well i guess maybe that could be the shape that the door needs to get through is that what you're saying well, I don't know. I'm I'm just um, elaborating on what you said with what we already know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could be it, but that would be a little strange just because I don't think the shape of Elantris has really changed. So that wouldn't be the difference of why mm-hmm. the people can't come through. Yeah. So, but that could be part of it. But also I'm looking in the back and this Aeon for 
um, tia, which means transport, it's two perfect circles with four quadrants on the inside. Interesting. That does kind of sound like how Elantris is described, right? Where you have the gangs and you have the circles. Yeah. And depending which way someone walks. Right? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something. I hadn't thought about that before. Mm-hmm. I think that could that could maybe be part of it. I think so too. Yeah. Ooh, exciting. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay, great. Well, for our next time, I think what would be a good place for us to get to, because I've I've read way ahead. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was hard to stop where I was because I was like, ah, I want to know what happens next. I know the book starts moving really, really fast now. Yeah, I think I think where I stopped reading would actually be a good spot. Okay, is that forty eight? Which is chapter forty eight. Yeah. Excellent. And that's about 50 pages. Okay. How many did we get through today? We got through like five. (laughs) Yeah, but we only had three chapters to talk about. We could have made this shorter, I think. Yeah, probably. Well, that's going to be your job in post. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, how do I cut quality? (sighs) All right, girly girl. Love you. I love you too. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bookalicious. If you like this discussion, please rate or subscribe to our channel to help other book lovers find this content as well. If you have any questions or suggestions for future books, we'd love to hear from you at bookalicious.pod at gmail.com. As always, thanks for joining our club.